The hills and the formations of it create the shape of a woman lying down. And the tour is actually one of her breasts. And I think that's really magical. So you can literally see that the goddess is like in all the myth and all the folklore has just kind of snuggled down and laid to rest and beat. She's in the land. That was a quote from our guest, Priestess Darcy, in this week's episode, Priestess in Avalon. I am an empowerment coach. I am here to empower you to create the life that you want to live. Hello and welcome. This is Jamie Black. I am here to empower you to listen to your intuition, to quit your slave job, to be brave enough to figure out how to serve your sacred purpose. Welcome to the Silver Lake Priestess podcast. I'm Jamie Black and I am your hostess for the show. You can find me at jamieblack.com. You can find all of my offerings. You can find all of the podcasts there. You can find my music. You can sign up for my newsletter and you'll get a free song. And all of that information is at jamieblack.com. Silver Lake Priestess is the name of my business and school of priestess arts where I do all sorts of women's circles and rituals and moon circles, priestess retreats and priestess pilgrimages. We bring this podcast to you where I interview different magical women from my journeys around the world and online. And so I'm really excited today to be here with Priestess Darcy. Welcome, Darcy. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. So recently I went to the Goddess Conference in Glastonbury. I did some performing there and I led a ritual. That's actually how I met Darcy. We met in the Goddess Hall. So we'll just, we'll start with sharing like how we met because it was just a total accident that we met. I myself in my own journey to get there, there was a lot of, there was a way that I had planned that all of this stuff was gonna be and that it was gonna work out. Goddess was like, that is not the way that it's going to go. And I really had to at some point even struggle with like still following through with all of this. And just something in my heart was like, you're going, this is your favorite place in the whole world. It's already like taken care of, just go, just go and then trust that whatever's supposed to happen is going to happen. And Darcy was a big part of what happened for me because I trusted and I just went anyway. And so excited to meet you again in this life, sister. Yeah, so Darcy, so we're calling this episode Priestess in Avalon because Darcy is my very own priestess in Avalon. She just moved there, so she's actually sitting in the magical land, and so all of the magical Avalon energy is beaming out to us from from you, Darcy. Tell us what you do. I'd love to hear about your priestess path and how was it that you found yourself in the room where I was and we met. Yeah, so I have been doing all sorts of things um, on my spiritual journey for the last few years now. So it all started back with Reiki. Um, That's the first thing that I fell in love with and that I have journeyed with. Um, Then that kind of grew and grew. And then I came to Glastonbury with my mum on a little trip one day. 
and we ended up stumbling across the goddess temple and I was in there and I just knew like straight away that's what I was going to be a priestess that was it and I think I was 16 at the time so I was a little baby <laughs> so yeah it's been a really interesting journey since then um I'm kind of in the process of finishing up now almost I'm very near the end of doing my priestess of Bridget training here in Avalon in Glastonbury which is amazing um, and I thoroughly have enjoyed that. I also do treatments, so Reiki, I do card, oracle card reading, all sorts of things like that. And that's going to be expanding into um, elemental goddess healing soon and all sorts of things like that. So yeah, that's kind of me. And then we met. It was a very bizarre thing. I knew that Jamie's concert was happening because I had been working as a personal assistant for the organizers of the goddess conference. So I was helping with the um, program and the timetabling and all of those kind of things. So that's kind of how I knew it was happening. And I also am in the process of having a degree in theatre production and arts and stage management. So I had quite a good knowledge of like technical stuff and all of a sudden I got a text about a couple of hours before her show going, we need someone who knows how to use tech things, please come here. And I was like, okay. And I wasn't meant to be that. I was supposed to be busy doing something else and that didn't happen. So it ended up being that I just went there and that's how we met. And it was completely magical and weird and just such like a coincidence moment. But equally, it was just really powerful. And I think it was definitely a meant to be thing. And then we spent most of that week together <laughs> up the tour or in various different places in Glastonbury, just yeah, getting to know each other and really reconnecting in this lifetime. And I'll just share that not having the equipment that I needed to have to perform and all of that was like a very stressful part of my experience. Even when I had first heard that there wasn't going to be a sound system in there, I was like, is this a sign that I'm not supposed to be there and that I'm not supposed to be playing? Because there has been so many parts of the journey that have been so difficult for me, including all of the sisters that were supposed to perform with me, dropping out at various times along the way, and me just really being in a state of just really getting hit with like one disappointment after the next and that's you know what I was saying I was just like I'm just going anyway I was told to go show up at the goddess hall and there were all these like priestesses and a couple of the priests that were like there they just all kind of came up to me and they're like we're here to serve you and and it was amazing and when I had been talking to Sophie maybe we were just doing email but she had asked me would you like a tech person there to help you set up this equipment that you're bringing in? And I was just gonna be like, no, absolutely not. Like, it's not that big of a deal. The guy whose equipment it is just gonna be there. And something in me was like, no, say yes. And I was like, you know what? Everything has gone so wrong on the whole rest of this trip. I'm not gonna say no. So like, yes, please, will you have someone there? And then that's actually like what brought you in there. And magical priestess mermaid with her blue hair just kept coming up to me like how can I serve you I was like this is the best <laughs> Darcy is also a photographer I wanted to share that she did some photos of me while we were there and I'm sure you can be doing magical photography for sisters that are coming there on pilgrimage now that you're there any of you have you read the mists of Avalon let us know I just listened to it again on audible and it was really great because uh, it just kind of like kept me in the in the space. But, you know, I've been to uh, Glastonbury so many times 
on the journey to Avalon. So we'll talk a little bit about what it is, but for those of you who just maybe hear me talk about it and don't quite know, it just, you know, very lightly, if you've ever heard of any of the folklore around like King Arthur and the round table and all of that, those stories are from that place. So the Druids that were on the land, the priestesses that worshiped the goddess and lived on the land, they come from this area or, you know, some of them like come from this area. And so there's many of us that have past life memories uh, that get activated when we go, when we visit the land. And then, you know, those of us that are in the know of all this, we talk about Avalon, but truly Avalon is something that is like, it's a magical place that you can only access through either accidentally stepping through some portal that's there or otherwise it's through like deep inner work and meditation and in getting there magically. So Glastonbury is the town. It's the town in England. You know, it was always like very much like this was the land of man and then Avalon was the land of the fairies and the magical place and all of that. So Darcy has been going and doing priestess training in Avalon over all of these years. We just tell us like, what is that like? Yeah, so for me, um, Avalon is a really magical place to be training because, and a lot of what I've been learning actually, is the history of how Avalon came to be, how it actually became, like was there, like because it, these things don't just appear out of nowhere. And there's so many different folklore stories, but the ones that I like because they're goddessy and beautiful are the ones about Bridget, who is the priestess, um, the goddess that I'm a priestess of and that I'm training of at the moment. And she was basically, if you look at the land of Avalon, of Glastonbury, but also it's Avalon, the, the hills and the formations of it create the shape of a woman lying down. And the tour is actually one of her breasts. And I think that's really magical. So you can literally see that the goddess is like in all the myth and all the folklore has just kind of snuggled down and laid to rest and beat. She's in the land. And that's really magical. There's also myths about the fact that it also looks um, like a swan with one wing outstretched. Mm. So it can actually create that shape as well. So the swan maiden or Bridget's um, like bridey, like younger youth form, um, yeah and her maiden form is very much present here and I think that's really magical so so yeah I've been doing the Bridget Priestess training this is my second year I'm in that now um it's been very deep and very um transformational for sure really magical would highly recommend and so much so to the point that I'm actually like the assistant on the next two years of it so I'm helping out with the training which will be so exciting and I can't wait and I'm hoping that yeah, I'll just get to keep journeying with that energy. And then um, yeah, I'm also doing another priestess training at the same time, which is very full on, but I've kind of started it more recently. So it's overlapping rather than feeling like it's too much all at once. And that is um, the priestess of the Rose lineage and of Sophia Magdalene training. So it's working, again, Bridget is within the Rose lineage, which is very interesting, but it's working with all of that kind of the lineage of the Rose. So from Sophia, Magdalene, Eve, Mother Mary, all of the different ones, Archangel Michael, it kind of combines angels, goddesses, gods, you name it, it all comes together in this magical training that I would, again, highly recommend. And yeah, that's been really magical. And I, yeah, I think when you are training here, I keep looking that way. I have my, um, <laughs> I have a big 
big window and a balcony there, so which I can see the tour from, which makes it even more magical. Yes. Keep looking at it to be like, oh, I mean, it's dark now, um, but it's still, it's out there, and I know it's out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it's a really magical place. And this morning, I was sat in my little in the corner watching at the tour as I was having my breakfast, and I literally watched the mist descend over the tour, and it became completely out of sight. So I really like feel like the, the mist of Avalon and the mysteries that are in the land here and in the nature and in all of the energies that are just here and so present. I'm really feeling them and I'm really enjoying living here. <laughs> For everyone, you just, you step on the land and you can feel the power of the magical energy that's there. So whether you're really called to like the folklore or know anything about it or have any history with it, it is there, you can't feel it. And then, you know, there's some of us who really just are become like obsessed with the land. We don't feel it that way anywhere else. So it's like such a gift that you get to be there and live there. And I know that those trainings that you're doing, one of the big parts of the training is actually being present on the land and walking around to um, specific pieces of land and sites and all of that and learning about them, but also just sitting on them. You know, with my own retreats, that's what it is that I've been like saying that we're going to be doing is to just go and sit on the land, to just go and like sing on the land, sing on a cave, like, go into the water, you know, because you've done all of these things. Darcy and I are going to be leading a retreat. We had this connection and it was the ninth year when I started coming to visit. What I realized is that as many times as I've come, like I haven't done any visiting of any of the sacred sites or any of the places with women. There was a sister who took me to Avery and we did go on a walk on the tour once, but most of my, I had a lover there for a number of years. And so I was doing like, he was taking me to all of these sacred places, uh, which was totally magical, but I never had the experience of like having a sister there with me. And we didn't even do it on purpose. It was just in our like hanging out and spending time together. Darcy really like stepped into like being that sister for me. I mean, I read The Mist of Avalon when I was 19. It is, it's a really lovely story. And King Arthur Morgan Le Fay is actually his sister. And so it's just kind of about, you know, it's a fictional story about the folklore and it like spans over, you know, her whole growth cycle of when she, goes to priestess training and just her own, her own personal experience and how she becomes in touch with the people of the land, um, the ancient tribe people and the fairies and all of that. Um, and she's the one that like I really connect to. And I think that those of us who read The Mists of Babylon, like that's the connection, like we're connecting to her. So those of us that feel like she's, you know, like she's the one, uh, we really connect to that story. So anyway, but in the story, there's so much sisterhood. There's it's like sisters together that are doing moon circles and learning scrying and living together without men and walking the tour and being at the wellspring and all of that. And so anyway, I was there and I was with Darcy and it was just like, you know, I just want to cry. I want to cry the whole time that I'm there anyway. But we did an amazing like reading over at the Chalice Ball Gardens and we went up to the tour together and we watched the sunset and we just sat up there and shared stories. And these are very magical places. And so everyone that's there, it's not just something that like only new people visit or only tourists visit. This is what everybody does. 
if you're there, you know, all of the videos that I was posting of me like walking up to the tour, it's not that tower that's on the top of the mountain of the hill. It's the actual hill that you are walking on. And there's a natural labyrinth that is actually in it that I've never walked that I know it takes like seven hours or something like that to actually do it. But even just being on that land and like walking up to the top and the winds that are so intense there and you're in the mist that are up there. So um, Darcy and I have created a journey to take you on in December. And just with my experience from having spent so much time there, with Darcy's experience of having spent so much time there, but also been really trained as a priestess on the land, we are gonna take you to some magical places. Why don't you um, share a little bit about where we're gonna go? So yeah, so it's in October and I'm very excited. So um, some of the places we're gonna go to are places like the Chalice Wellspring, which is a magical place. Um, and the white spring which runs next to it. So um, it's a red and a white spring that run parallel to each other and are, are literally the other side of a, a road from each other. They are so close and they are completely different. They have such different energies and they're really magical. And the tradition of that is the red and the white. So the red is the feminine and the white is the masculine and they run together and they kind of intertwine like further down their path, which is like the kind of in, like inner soul um, marriage of the masculine and feminine kind of coming together which is really magical and I love that and they're both magical places to be um, and yeah and we've done a reading in the Chalice World Gardens which are beautiful um, and a really great place to be as well. We're gonna go up the tour because you can't go to Bastonbury and not go up the tour. <laughs> every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we're going to do that quite a lot, probably. Um, and now we're going to try and do a trip out to Avebury and Stonehenge, which are a little bit further away, um, but they're both really magical places, which have their temples. And that's all they like. They're these really magical temples that, OK, yes, they are recognized by some people as temples. But to me, they're these just really ancient, really deep temples that you can really connect to the ancestry of. And everybody has different opinions on what things are and how they feel it. And it's, this is just how I feel about it. But yeah, for me, I really like to sit. There's a really, in Avery, there's a magical tree where all of the roots are exposed. And to sit in those roots and really journey with your ancestors just feels so magical and grounding. And I really love it there. So yeah, I'm trying to think where else we're going to go. We're going to go to the Goddess Temple, which yeah. is the first recognized Goddess Temple in the UK, which is very cool. Then we're gonna go and we're gonna do some things in the Gnostic Chapel, which is a goddess temple. And that's kind of the Rose Lineage um, Chapel. Um, and yeah, so that's really exciting. Um, where else are we going, is that it? Well, we're, and we're just gonna, well, we're gonna journey together. So a big part of this is like making our way to these different places on the land and then sitting on the land, touching the land and feeling the energy that is in the land. So we're gonna journey, we're gonna do some dream work, we're gonna do meditation. Um, I'm gonna have my drum. And that's another thing is we are going to all have drums and we're gonna all have the experience. So you don't have to have any experience ever hitting a drum or ever singing ever before in your life, but we're gonna just do it together. And the point is 
you'll see when we do it, like what happens, like when you're actually participating with your own instrument in this way. So it's also a time for like connecting, connecting with your purpose, connecting with your ancestors, connecting with the land, making wishes, creating intentions. And we're going during the time of Samhain. We're going for the last week in October. We are going to be doing all of this work up until the day of Samhain. So in the United States, this is where we celebrate Halloween, but it's really like an ancient tradition of this is the end of a cycle. This is the end of the harvest season. This is when everything starts to get really dark and everything is like past dead. Like all of the trees have fallen, the produce, like the pumpkins and the things that they've already grown to their fullness and they've been like released from their plant and then they're at the end of that cycle. So we also do a lot of taking stock of what we've been through, our personal growth through the year and really let go. So we have um, we're going to do a lot of work on really getting in touch with where we're at in our own personal experience, but then also being able to really let go of, one, what no longer serves us on our path, two, of expectations of things that we wanted to have happen, but that didn't have, that didn't happen. So it's like a full release just of everything so that we can like release and let go and then start over. So we there's some seed planting at this time, but if you think about just, you know, it's harder for us in Los Angeles because it's summer all the time and it's so hot, you know, even right now, but if you were to think about how like the nature is in that land, especially, everything's gonna go to sleep, there's gonna be snow. And so in this process of like releasing everything, then we plant some seeds for what it is that we're wanting to create or wanting to call forth in our future. And we plant those seeds deep within the ground or deep within inside of us. And to know that they're gonna be quiet and they're gonna go to sleep and they're just kind of gonna gestate for a while. And then when the spring comes and when the sun comes back, that's when these things are gonna to start to like grow out of you. So it matters what you do at the end of a cycle. It matters what you do at the end of a season. And it's, it's important always when we're planting seeds that we be intentional about what we're planting because we're planting anyway something's going to grow anyway planting seeds for our life and for our growth in avalon like what a magical thing to do and so the thing that she didn't say about the um the white spring and we're going to go inside of it we're going to go in we're going to it's ice cold and we're going to strip all of our clothes off and we're going to go inside. There's an opportunity for everyone to do that all the time, but it's really a release. And then you can use that opportunity for a dedication, but it's a full clearing. And you're, and you, and again, you're in the earth, you're in the elements of the land there. And it's a, it's a kind of caved place to be as well. So it's a really like you'll go, you enter into it and you're in this darkness with just candlelight. And it's going to be, I think it's going to be a really um, good, like, rebirthing ceremony, I think, that's going to happen there. I think that's how it's going to feel. I think we're going to go in and shed what we don't need anymore, really release, and then kind of reclaim what we want to bring forward and kind of let that have the time of the winter to let it settle. And then we can go again in the spring and let it all grow and flourish and blossom and be amazing. Absolutely. It's, that is going to be so amazing. So 
Darcy and I are offering a full moon circle on Friday for all of you. Um, this is specifically for women because this is what this trip is for um, women or those that are called to the path of the goddess. So if that's you, you can come and be in our circle. And we're going to just, we're going to have a full moon ceremony. We're going to have a release ceremony. We'll be like this. And so all of you will be able to like see us and we can all see each other and we can share. And so you can ask us, you can get to know us. You can ask us again like, questions that you have about what's going to happen on the journey. And, um, and then we can get into all of that. But we will be doing also a very real full moon ceremony. And we'll talk about the astrology you know, for those of you that are in Los Angeles, I'm having a ceremony tomorrow night in downtown Los Angeles at 22 Teachings, which is uh, Naha School. So Naha we've had here on the podcast, and uh, Naha has a school of hermetic science and magical arts. She teaches Kabbalah and tarot, and she does all kinds of cool stuff with crystal grids and everything. So she has this beautiful school in downtown Los Angeles, and I'm going to be playing with uh, June, who so many of you see me play for the live rituals that we do online. So she's going to play with me. There's going to be ritual. There's going to be music. There's going to be a part where it is sound bath. So you're going to be able to like totally lay down and close your eyes. So that's for everyone who's in Los Angeles. But even if you are coming to that, you can come to this full moon circle at 1 p.m. Pacific time. So I think you're like uh, 9 p.m. in the UK. Um, it's a free, it's a free circle. So I'm going to put a link in the comments below here in the video so that all you will need to do is just click on that and then get all the information that you need. Yeah, so we hope that you all join us and we'll share more about this magical journey, the ancient wisdom of Avalon tour and retreat that we're having at the end of December. Darcy, I'm so excited to come and see you and like be together again and walk the tour and sing and sit on the earth there and really so happy for being able to find you and connect with you. Share with us about how people can find you now and what kind of treatments and things that you offer for them. So I know that you do things that are in person as well. So you, if you're in the area or if you're going to be making a pilgrimage to Avalon anytime, you can go and see Darcy. So tell us how we can find you, what you're doing. So I have a Facebook page, which is called Treatments with Darcy. And you can also just find me by my name, which is Darcy Kermode. I have a website also. I have two websites actually. So I'm a bit, I have too many things all going on. You're in so many different ways. Um, I also say, I kind of have two main strands of what I do. The first one is the treatments, which is, um, so I offer Reiki, Oracle card reading. I will be very soon in literally like a couple of weeks that I'm going to offer elemental goddess healing, which is really amazing. I've had it as well as I'm learning it and it's incredible. It's a really ceremonial, really deep um, healing and kind of shifting of stuff. Um, I'm going through the four elements in through into like your aura your emotional body into your physical body and like really just feeling and going through all of these things of what needs healing and what needs and even if you don't feel at that time if you want to come for a treatment with me I don't think you have to heal something on the spot completely up to you and for me with these kind of things you can notice 
things. If you notice when something might need shifting, or you just notice, you know, oh, I'm a bit tense there. I like, I wonder why that is, or I think I know why. Like, I'm tense in my shoulders because I'm stressed about something, or things like that. And um, that kind of stuff is quite, quite comes up. Um, yeah, and my oracle card readings I do with a lot of intuition and guidance that I kind of just open up and see what comes through whilst I read and it's yeah it's a really magical thing to do for me and also to receive because I do I do them for myself as well (laughs) um yeah and Reiki is just really lovely to have it's really calming really great if you're stressed out and need just like a chill and a grounding before you if you come here and you want Reiki I can do it like a grounding and a kind of centering before you go off and do your pilgrimage here um yeah and all my readings I do online um, so I could do them on like Zoom, Skype, different types of things. Um, and then my other kind of strand of things is called Discover Goddess. And I do workshops um, and retreats and things like that where I teach about, you know, finding the goddess path. And it's kind of at the moment, it's if you inquire, then I'll make things happen because that's just how I'm running it. But it kind of depends how it all goes. So um, and I'm planning to start running some kind of monthly women's circles in Glastonbury, which will be really cool. And I'm really excited. And hopefully some of the New Forest as well, which is where I'm from, which is kind of central South England, um, which is amazing and lovely and has a lot of magic there too, but in a very different way. Wow, um, like out to the middle of the forest and do a moon circle out there? So yeah, where I live, it's really um, kind of out in the middle of nowhere and we have some like good land and lots of good trees. Got to have some good trees to connect to. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I want to be doing some stuff there and like just really feeling into the nature of the place. Um, And yeah, here I'm going to be doing all sorts of things. So definitely like my Facebook page because I will put everything on there, whatever I'm doing. You'll see everything pop up there. Um, That's definitely the easiest way to find me. And yeah, send me a message, email, whatever you like. I'm happy to receive anything. What is your What is your email address? What is your website? We'll put those in the comments too, but just for anyone who's listening right now. So my main website that I'm using for, I have two. One of them has a really long-winded URL, but the other one is just discovergoddess.com. So that's easy. And my email is darcy at discovergoddess.com. So those two, you can find me. It's easy. Awesome. And we, like I said, if you're watching the replay, let us know. And if you want to come to the circle, we would love to have all of you come. Even if you can't come to Avalon this time, there's so many people that are like, oh, I can't come. This this happened this summer too. I can't come right now, but I want to come next year. We can get all of that like rolling for next year, but please jump on the call with us. Get to know us. We're going to be doing a few different events together over uh, this year and next year and and if we love it you know it's something that we're going to continue doing so please come on invite any of your sisters um like i said those that are called to service of the goddess like you're also welcome and so yeah please message us put your name down here in the comments we're gonna send you oh, i'm gonna put a link in the comments too we're gonna send you to the sign up page for the free moon circle on friday with that yes thank you so much i'll see you soon i'll see you on friday and i can't wait for all of the magic that we're going to get to do together in avalon yeah me too (laughs) okay so have a beautiful day blessed be sister you can find the silver lake priestess podcast on itunes spotify jamieblack.com as well as youtube 
If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to the show. This way you can stay up to date with all of our latest episodes and it will help other women like you find our show and join the conversation.